Her Podcast with your hosts, Yvonne and Carrie Ann. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of season two. And very excited because we have another guest, Carrie Ann. Can you introduce yes. our guest? So excited to be back, uh, hanging out. And we have a special guest today. Mm-hmm. Her name is Katie Dallaire. She's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful mom, beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so excited to have her with us. She brings uh, a wonderful perspective to motherhood. And uh, so why don't you just welcome Katie Delaire. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Welcome, Katie, to our podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. So as we always start our podcast, we just kind of go around and say how, like, how was your week? So, you know, let's start with you since you're a guest. How was your week? Um, I think it was pretty fitting about our talk today. Um, I was in the middle of switching meds. Um, I have anxiety and depression issues after um, having kids. And I had to switch meds, so I had to deal with um, some not so fun side effects, including excessive sweating, like I told uh, Carrie Ann. So I was a little bit of a hot mess, literally. I love it. And you know why I said the exact same thing? It's very fitting for this conversation because I had one of the worst weeks ever in the sense that I was just super grumpy. Like Mm -hmm. in college, for some reason, I don't think this is true about myself. So one day I was hanging out with my guy friends and I was really grumpy that day, so they started calling me crusty because I was, and then this name stuck with me for four years of college, right. and all my guy friends called me crusty. So last week I lived up to that name. You were just I was crusty. very crusty. Mm-hmm. It like I was saying, you could tell me the most positive news in mm-hmm. the world, and I would have found a negative to do mm-hmm. with it, and I would have brought it up, mm-hmm. and I so I had to do a lot of um, so. Oh, searching because I was flat out grumpy. There was really? no, there's like I'm sure I was pleasant sometimes <laughs> to be around, <laughs> but no, flat out worst week. It was there's no reason for it. Nothing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, it's just what happens. Just one of those weeks. Just one of those crappy weeks. Hopefully, you can bring some sunshine to this conversation. I wish. I really wish I could. <laughs> but if I'm being very honest. I was just feeling very overwhelmed this mm-hmm. week and very tired. I've just, I'm exhausted. I want mm-hmm. to sleep for a whole day and not do dishes. I don't want to cook. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, nothing. I just want to lie mm-hmm. down. Maybe someone can wait on me. Like, but you want to be a husband. Yes. <laughs> 150%. That is, I was trying not to say that. It's okay. Saying it without saying it. I've been married a long time. It's okay. He knows. Yeah, I'm that's joking. basically what it was. And sometimes I'm like, oh, praise, I don't really feel like cooking. Hoping that he'd be like, oh, no worries, I'll do it. And he's like, that's okay, we can have cereal tonight, we can have toast. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll make something. I'll, yeah. I'll, <laughs> anyways. So, it's like, so it's reality, right? Yeah. Like, life is not always roses. Yes. And we all go through crappy times. Yeah, so. And that was... I still feel like right now, I could, like, if someone said the wrong thing to me right now, 
and might bite their head off. Oh my goodness. So See, we're going to try we're, not to say yeah, the word. Yeah, we're not going to. Don't set me off today, guys. Well, I'm saying close as a carrier. I just, like, let's just be real, right? Like, sometimes we just feel like garbage and there's yeah. nothing. Like, I don't, like, the only thing for me, and it, it's definitely something that helps, is that's okay. And uh, like, I'm realizing sometimes when I'm like this, I'm not in the word enough. Mm. Flat out. Not yeah, letting yeah. God speak to me enough. Not letting, not saying, okay, I'm feeling like this. God help me. <laughs> and right. I'm just like, I'm just living in it. That's right? fair. That's yeah. fair. Well, yeah. I was going to say, hopefully this encourages you listeners, but you know what? You're probably <laughs> also having a rough weekend yeah. and that's okay. Ultimately, that's okay. You can laugh about it, right? Yeah. Like you can... Take this moment and just giggle about it. And... Yeah. So today's topic mm-hmm. is probably one that a lot of women deal with. Yeah. And it's a little bit more of a, should I say serious? Or just, we're going to try and be as honest about it. Because yeah. you're not alone in this journey and in this walk. And motherhood is not easy. I'm not a mom yet. But I've been around, a, a lot of my friends are moms. I don't know how that works. But I have a lot more mommy <laughs> friends. And so... I kind of watch what they're going through, but today we're really going to talk about postpartum and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out because I was doing some research before this episode, and as many as 20% um, or one in five women experience depression mm-hmm. or another mental health disorder during their pregnancy um, and or postpartum. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty common and it's not really talked about. If I'm being honest, I just don't hear a lot of people yeah. talking about it, which scares me because I'm like, oh, what am I going to do yeah. if I ever go through it? Like, who am I going to talk to? And so I'm just glad that I have both yeah. of you here and you're going to talk about your experiences. Yeah. And we're just yeah. hoping that it blesses. Well, it's been a faux pas, right? You, Everybody feels like they need to have everything all together all mm-hmm. the time, especially moms. There's lots of comparisons between parenting mm-hmm. and babies and, and, and your pregnancy versus someone else's pregnancy. And, like, we're supposed to look beautiful after we've given birth and we're supposed (laughs) to bounce back real quick and just be awesome and there's a reality that comes with it our hormones just went through crazy amounts of things for the last nine months Mm -hmm. and then we just went through something very like beautiful but traumatic at the same time for Mm -hmm. our bodies Mm -hmm. which causes our hormones to do crazy things as well um so but like mental health in general it's not something that people like to talk about or admit mm-hmm. that they have that issue. Um, and we're just making it something that's real and normal. And uh, let's just talk about it. And so people don't feel like they're all on their own. Yeah. Right? I think that a lot of things that I see is, like, people not wanting to necessarily, like, be medicated. Like, try essential oil. Try all these other things. Mm-hmm. You just need to exercise. You need to do all these things. And, like, I suffered after having my first baby mm-hmm. um, for 10 months mm-hmm. and I didn't have to because right. it took me that long to ask for help yeah. right. because I didn't want to fail. I wanted to, and just people's expectations. Oh, you must be loving it being a new mommy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, my kids were colicky. They didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they were not easy babies. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of health issues. Um, with my deliveries, so I was just like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I love them like so much. My heart could like rip out of my chest, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm not okay. Right. Yeah. And we have to be okay with saying 
I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I do remember after having Oliver struggling with breastfeeding mm-hmm. and that first week of just wanting to just enjoy him mm-hmm. and not being able to because my emotions were all over the place mm-hmm. and I couldn't breastfeed properly. Things were, I believe I talked about it before, but like just things weren't working out for us. And, and you know, just accepting that I was just, not well right. and just asking for that help and just like admitting it to Pete like something's wrong and it, it took me a year uh-huh. wow. it took me a year to to realize what it was because mm-hmm. if someone could like I think they do like those post like visits with you and they ask you how you're doing and you mm-hmm. kind of go through that checklist of like I just was like I just cry all the time right like I'm just crying all the time like or I'm really short fused or so after a year is when I finally went to the doctor and he's like, you were suffering from postpartum and you should have come sooner, sooner. So now it just developed into full on anxiety and depression mm-hmm. instead of just something that could have maybe been taken care of. Mm-hmm. And, and I assume maybe it continues. I don't know, but maybe mm-hmm. if you deal with it right away with postpartum, you can come out of that. Mm-hmm. I just found, too, like, I don't know if it's, like, a generation, uh, generational thing, but, like, I remember, and I still look at my mom this way, like, looking at my mom who had four kids under, mm-hmm. like, five and under, mm-hmm. and being, like, she was superwoman. She had us mm-hmm. all ready. The house was always spotless. Mm-hmm. Like, we were always just so, and I never saw my mom struggle. Mm-hmm. And now she'll tell me, oh, I struggled. Like, what? You know, like, I overate, I did all these things, and I'm like, okay, but to me, you just looked calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't struggle with depression. I, everything came on as anxiety. Right. That was the only emotion I could mm-hmm. feel. It was the only, like, mm-hmm. fire flight that wouldn't leave. Um, and I wasn't sure if it had something to do with the fact I'm type 1 diabetic, so my pregnancy, my delivery, I had preeclampsia, I had helps, mm-hmm. I was very sick, I had baby in the NICU both times, and so that's traumatic, right. so at first, it's like, okay, like, you just went through something traumatic, like, mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to be a little anxious, but knowing that, like, I let it go on that long without being able to turn it off, mm-hmm. um, it's not even good for your body, right, right, right? That's true. so, for women who don't quite, like, know what it is, or, like, like they're probably going through it and they're like am i going through it like what are some of the like what are some of your symptoms or signs or like how did you like what happens because i don't i don't i'm not yeah, like i have not sure. had a baby yeah. and so i'm just kind of like wondering I for myself for my anxiety i would get panic attacks mm-hmm. i'd also like just get like ocd about like cleaning about everything having to like look perfect like Adam used to say to me, Kate, it's okay, we can look like we live here. And I was like, <laughs> but it was like the only thing I felt like I could control. Right. Um, and then just I would not I would get so anxious if my babies were crying. And like, let's be honest, babies cry. Mm-hmm. Um, my little boy who's just turned a year, Grayson, he was colicky. Mm-hmm. So he cried eighty five percent of the day for the first four and a half months of his mm-hmm. life right. uh, and that was hard for me because he was six weeks early he was in the NICU my mom's like just put him upstairs like he's fed he's whatever like mm-hmm. just give yourself like you don't have to be right there but I couldn't because mm-hmm. right 
if I see him not breathing and intubated and all these things. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if I really did a good job navigating it or not. <laughs> uh, the second right. time I talked to my doctor about it, like, as it was going and mm-hmm. um, adjusted meds. But it was also in the middle of lockdown. Oh, my gosh. So that is having so February worst. 24th, um, 2020. So it's just been a, a different yeah. experience. And I, I think there's just so many things that happen where you're like, yeah, can't even get out of my house. Right. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are probably going through that right now. That's yeah. a lot. Like, mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't have a kid, mm-hmm. I was dealing with that through lockdown. Yeah. So I can't imagine being a new mom in a lockdown mm-hmm. after giving birth with your emotions all over the place like yeah. that is a lot yeah. and i think just with lack of sleep too um i think i was better set the second time at telling my husband like hey you have to get up like or like you have to do the like nine and eleven o'clock feeding so that i can like get like a good chunk of sleep right. like i just felt like i was supposed to be able to do it all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then if i couldn't do it all i was failing right, right the first time whereas the second time i was like listen might look like Wonder Woman, but I'm not. <laughs> so I need some help and right. just um, yeah, exactly. Demanding yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody's side effects are different. Like mm-hmm. every person's anxiety looks different. For me, I was very claustrophobic mm-hmm. during my pregnancy, which continued. Um, I presented with a lot of crying. Mm-hmm. I de- I presented with a lot of like not feeling well in the sense like I'm angry I'm upset I'm sad but I have absolutely no reason for these feelings Mm -hmm. I remember after that year going to the doctor and being like I should not feel this way I have a husband who loves me I have two beautiful children that I didn't think I would ever have Mm -hmm. right I I have a good life I'm happy in that sense like there's no reason I should have these feelings Mm -hmm. and that's when you can like kind of go down the list of how, why are you feeling this way? How are you feeling? Um, like from one to 10, like these feelings, right? You go through this checklist. If you're ever curious, there's like tests online. Test online. You oh, just really? do like Google, like a postpartum or an anxiety test, uh, a depression test. And if you would answer them, honestly, first thing that you feel. Mm-hmm. And just it's like how many days of the week, like yeah. every day, some days, whatever. Yeah. So you just like circle it and they give numeric values to it. And mm-hmm. then you literally just like add them up and anything over a certain amount. Like I remember when I first did it, it was like I was 21 mm-hmm. and I think I was at 20. And yeah. my doctor's like, why did you wait? Right. I didn't know no. that yeah. this was yeah. not just what motherhood was. Yeah, I thought right. motherhood was... You're overwhelmed, but you're a mom, so you yeah. handle everything, right. and you pretend like Jean Cleaver that you've got it all together. <laughs> like, it's true. Yeah. That's what I thought, and I f- felt guilty complaining about anything because being type 1 diabetic, I was told numerous times growing up that I would never be able to have kids. Mm. So it was something, that was all I wanted when... Mm-hmm. People used to ask me at the grocery store when I was a kid what I wanted to be when I grew up. My mom said I used to say a mommy. And so something I wanted that I got blessed with that I was so happy that I had. And then it's hard and I'm struggling and I'm not feeling thankful a lot. Like knowing that you can feel thankful and still feel these things instead of thankful but. Yeah. 
um, was a thing that I had to work through. You know what sometimes people used to say to me, like, when I would feel down or upset or something like that, I would feel like, well, you prayed for this for so long. Yeah. Right? Oh, I remember when that happened. You prayed for this for so long, so you shouldn't be ungrateful. You shouldn't. And I just be like, well, I am very grateful for my children, but right Mm -hmm. now my mental health is saying something's wrong Mm -hmm. like why am i not appreciative of that right so if you're if you're don't (laughs) can i give some wisdom in that like don't do that that's that's hurtful right like that that is not easy to go through you're already going through a lot and then someone's saying well you know you've been praying for this so just like be grateful i'm like dude i'm grateful right now i'm having like a hard time controlling my emotions about it right like yeah, I I get what you're because okay, so I've been feeling lately like when I when you get these pregnancy scares and I'm like mm. oh, I don't want to be pregnant and then mm. I start to feel really bad because right. I'm like why are you being ungrateful like what if like you haven't yeah. started trying what if you did start trying like that the case was it was hard mm. for you and now you're being like this I always feel guilty yeah. about it and I think oftentimes women feel guilty about things that sometimes it's just like you're okay to feel like that feel the way you feel right like if it's if it's like the way you're feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. i was like i remember having like arguments with peter about things and he'd be like well i feel like you were being rude to me but i wasn't that wasn't my intention I don't care what your intention was. This is how I feel about right. the situation. Hear what I'm saying. You might not have meant to be rude to me. You might not have meant, but this is legit how I'm feeling, and that has to be okay. Right. And uh, yeah, and it can. It's it's the same in this situation. You know what? If you're sitting there and you're pumping and you're breastfeeding, and then you're as soon as you're done that cycle, then you finally feed the baby. Your, the bottle that you've just pumped, now it's time all of a sudden to start the cycle again. Yeah. You know what? If you're frustrated with that and that's hard for you, I remember lying in the spare room where we slept because I had a C-section. I couldn't go up and down the stairs, so I just stayed on the one level. And I remember laying in bed. I had Carrie Joe legit just blaring in my ears, <laughs> and I'm laying there with pumps on my boobs, <laughs> Falling my eyes out. This is supposed to be beautiful. These women are sitting there and they have their babies on their breast and it's so beautiful. And I'm laying there and I'm like, this is supposed to be a beautiful thing. Why is this so hard? Let me just be clear that nursing at the beginning Mm -hmm. is not beautiful. You have your nipples are cracked. It hurts. Yeah. yeah, you're wincing every time they try and latch on, or they don't latch on enough, and then you're like aware of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I went through so much trauma with my first delivery mm-hmm. that my milk just dried up. Like mm-hmm. came in and dried up within mm-hmm. three weeks, and I had to formula feed. And the amount of people that made me feel bad about that—what? I'm like literally, I need to feed my child. So yeah. then I thought with Grayson, okay, I you know I'm not gonna go through that. I have a birth plan, like it's a good idea. C-section, it it didn't because he was an emergency C-section mm-hmm. six weeks early and all these things, and he was actually too small to suck mm-hmm. hard enough. So then he'd want to have to latch to like have the comfort of it, but he wouldn't get enough. So I still have to pump and have a bottle. 
Then after I was done that, then I would have to pump some more for yeah. the next time. And he would be on there for 40 minutes. And it's right. not like you can pump and have your baby on there. Right. And whatever. I literally just sat there pumping. It's true. It's like, while my two-year-old was like, mommy, hi, mommy. Because, like, she wanted me. And I was like, milk is spraying over everything. Like, it's just not, it's not glamorous, people. It's right. not Instagram. So, yeah. Like, this isn't Instagram ready. Um, and so I think that we just need to check ourselves. Like, I actually stopped following some people on social media because I'm like, if you're not going to be real yeah. about what this yeah. looks like, you're harming my mental health because right. you're giving me unrealistic expectations right. of yes. what I need to be. It's yeah. true. So. It's true. Social media 100%. can really do that, especially to, like, it, I'm yeah. not, like, it can do that to anybody, yeah. but I can, I can imagine that it can do that to a new mom, especially when For this sure. mom is, like, I don't get the ones that have a full face of makeup, their hair all nicely curled. I don't get and it. And then they're sitting in the hospital bed with the baby, like, welcome. To, and I'm like, what time did you have <laughs> yeah. between There's... you pushing and taking this picture yeah. to put on makeup and curl right? your hair? I just don't understand. Like... <laughs> There's a, literally a picture of me. <laughs> it's so, so bad. So I was super drugged up after and actually like they overdosed me a little bit on uh, Oxy, which was not good. But there was a picture of me laying and I had like, I, <laughs> they're taking a picture of Peter, but with the baby, but I'm in the background and I'm like, yeah, huge double chin and I just, I'm laying there and I just look dead. Right. <laughs> like, it's so bad. That's right. reality. That's reality. <laughs> it is. Or like, I don't even know. I mean like I didn't wear makeup for I don't know how long because I'm like there is no time it's different too like sometimes you have your first you can put them in a little bouncy chair like Mm -hmm. while you have a shower Mm -hmm. but when you have your second I'm like both of you need to be sleeping or contained somehow so I can even shower today like my husband comes home and he's like tough day I'm like can you be with the kids for 15 minutes so I can shower and let me just say that is not self-care. No. Like, we all say, oh, like, practice self-care. Having a shower and getting to brush your teeth <laughs> should just be normal. Right. Things that you need for a human. Not, yeah. let alone self-care things. It's so right. true. Like, we've lowered this bar to be like, I had a shower today, and I took 20 minutes, and I actually put on lip chaps, so I did self-care today. <laughs> You're like, no, it's what you, like... That's just normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, That's so fair. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, what encouragement or advice would you give to women who are struggling with their mental health and postpartum? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like just saying, like, you're not alone and everybody yeah. has... Like, maybe not everybody needs to be medicated or whatever, but I'm telling you, everybody goes through, like, three or four weeks of, like... Yeah struggle right. till you get your baby into your team till you get past like the cluster feeds where they're up for like six hours straight just feeding mm-hmm. off of you mm-hmm. um it's hard yeah. yeah just like pregnancy like nobody told me I thought oh you have a nice bump like you're so cute you waddle a little bit like <laughs> it hurts yeah. like there's a lot of pain like yeah. when your body expands to that level and I'm I did not enjoy pregnancy. I love my children. Mm-hmm. Did not enjoy growing them, carrying them. Right. You know, the first time they kicked, you're like, oh, so cute. And then 
and like they're taking you all night and you can't sleep and like right my children like to hook their foot like in between my ribs oh my god and my husband would actually like push on like by my rib cage and where my spine is and push and they kick them trying wow. to get their foot back in there so like <laughs> just oh my land and it is very worth it to have your children of and course. all of these years i know and all of the struggles are going to be worth it. And there's also incredible joy. Like, yeah, focus on the time. Like, who cares if your house is clean? Mm-hmm. Like, when your baby's giggling because you're tickling them or, like, the dog is, like, pushing them all over the space. Like, enjoy those moments and try and be present for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, because I feel like it's so easy to just be like, I have 25 other things I need to do right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a struggle for me even still. Yeah. Just stopping long enough to mm-hmm. enjoy them yeah okay i would say yeah just feel be okay with how you feel mm-hmm. um if you ever are like curious to how you're feeling talk to someone who's gone through it mm-hmm. talk to your doctor do a self-test if you're curious if you're wondering like i'm not quite feeling just right i would do that i would mm-hmm. i would look don't into wait it don't wait like, yeah don't yeah don't wait a year because then it becomes a for me it's uh, oliver's gonna be six next friday mm-hmm. and i'm still dealing with right. anxiety and depression and so i'm not i don't know if i would have dealt with it earlier if that would have gone away i i kind of believe it wouldn't be as bad maybe mm-hmm. because you could have because it's chemical right so mm-hmm. the longer you let something go and 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 do that i think that that might be worse but mm-hmm. just be okay and seek help. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you're not the most open person, find someone who is. Mm-hmm. Call us. Do yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> I couldn't be a more open book about things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to me, I don't, I don't like, I didn't like some of the things growing up that I felt like I wasn't free to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just decided for my life. And my children, I'm just going to be open, talk about whatever, mm-hmm. and, and be okay with how you feel. I had the most amazing pregnancy, mm-hmm. and I don't like. I like to brag about it because I, it was. It I never felt better in my entire life than when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean that my next pregnancy would be that fantastic? Probably, Probably not. But so feeling that fantastic to then having my child and then not feeling that fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, I think what Katie said is good. Take the moments that you, that even if you are feeling anxiety, but mm-hmm. you can, you can look at the positives mm-hmm. with it. Don't be afraid of, of dealing with this issue. Because mm-hmm. the question the doctor's going to ask you, have you ever felt like you wanted to harm yourself or someone else? Mm-hmm. That's a very serious question. Thank goodness I've never had to answer yes to that question, that I have wanted to hurt myself or anybody else. I've never felt that way before. I guess it's just never gotten that bad, but it can get that bad. Mm-hmm. So See, be okay I, with it. I remember, and I was like, I don't know how to answer this question. Mm-hmm. My doctor was like, okay, that's not good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I have thought of like, okay, if I could just have like a little car accident, like enough where I'd have to be in the hospital, mm-hmm. but not like seriously injured mm-hmm. or die or anything, then maybe at least there would be a period of time where nothing would be expected of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I say to my husband all the time, I need somebody not to need me. 
for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I cannot have alone time in the house because they put my children behind me. (laughs) And they'll be screaming from two floors down and I'll hear them and it's not relaxing people. Like I have to leave my kids, go uh, grab a coffee and go for a walk Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not text my husband and ask how they're doing because hello, I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Longer than you, and you yeah. can handle it. Like yeah. just allowing that, um, and I haven't gotten to do that until having my second kid because mm-hmm. I would leave my first kid alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think sometimes you're your own worst enemy as well. Yeah, you have to let help in. I remember yeah. a friend of mine went through postpartum, and uh, she, her, her mother would force her to go for. 15 minute walk mm-hmm. and I think that you and you need to talk to you about it with your spouse mm-hmm. you need to tell your spouse how you're feeling and give them an opportunity to be there for you mm-hmm. if they're saying let me wake up with the kid let them wake up with the kid yeah. be yeah. okay with you not being the one that is always caring for them I had a hard time with Oliver mm-hmm. because I wanted to just be with him all the time mm-hmm. and I wanted to be the one that was mm-hmm. but I needed to be okay with someone else Especially Peter, you know, well, your kids them. need you to be a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apart from being their person. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, for sure. Like I want my kids to grow up and know that they can have a family and still have a career and do all yeah. these things and yeah. not just be labeled as this one thing. Yeah. Um. So I have to remind myself of that when I feel guilty because it happens every time I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Like. My kids could be at their grandparents having a great old time. They ran in the house, didn't even say bye to me, and I'm like two hours in. Isn't it how it is? We just need a break, and the whole time we're talking about our kids. Every time. Like, seriously. That's what I say to Peter all the time. Like, why are we talking about them? We're here to have a break from them. Right, right. But that just shows how much you love them Mm -hmm. and how important they are to you. Mm -hmm. So take care of yourself. Take time away, you and your spouse. Because that is important for your mental health as well. Mm -hmm. And just, yeah, just to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, figuring out what you need to do. Talk to someone um, that can help you. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much for being Mm -hmm. so honest and just being open. And I really hope that our listeners, anyone that's listening, that you're taking something from Mm -hmm. it. And if you are feeling that way, I hope you're encouraged that that's okay. And that you should be able to, like, you should find someone that mm-hmm. um, you can talk to and get some help. And I have a really beautiful quote to end this episode with. Yes. So I'd like to share this um, quote with everyone. Um, it says, whenever you feel discouraged, just remember you are at the center of the universe to a tiny human you made from scratch. And you're kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. So our beautiful listeners, you're kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And with that, don't forget to be bold, brave, and beautiful. And we love you. Thank you.